0: Today's show, we're going to talk about uh, energy, and we're going to talk about Reiki, and how you can live your life a little bit better, and energetically, but first, speaking of living your life better, I have to ask uh, my friend uh, Nathan over there, how was your Christmas?
1: It was great, and happy post-Christmas day to you. You know, we have a fancy word for the day before Christmas, which is Eve, but I don't know if we have a fancy word for after Christmas, I mean... Thank God it's over day. How about that? (laughs) So I was trying to wish you a happy whatever that would be, but I can't think of it.
0: No, I think it's thank God you're over day because, you know, you we spend uh, two months getting ready for it and stuff like that. But then it's when it's you get you're tired and then and then you've got all the stuff to put away that you spent two months getting out and and all that. And you're having leftovers if you if if you've got a big ham or whatever and people you're going to eat ham for like a week and stuff. So thank God it's over. Now we get to move on to the new year and when it's really exciting.
1: What it's you think? time to start writing our to do lists. <laughs> To-do lists and our
0: wannabes and our should-bes and all that kind of good stuff. Resolutions. Resolutions that you're going to keep for a grand whole three days or so. (laughs) Exactly. And then you're going to drop out of them and go back. But, you know, there are people on this planet who can help us, who can help us live our lives a little bit more authentically and a little bit uh, more real. I was going to say realer, but I don't think that's a word, is it?
1: Uh, Funner can be a word. Then why not realer? (laughs) <laughs> I guess i
0: I don't know but anyway uh uh shallow's with us and uh shall because I'm not French and I don't speak French I might not pronounce your last name right so what is your last name in French
2: it's been ah
0: I, I, I was gonna say there was a i thought there was may have been a car uh that was a, but that no, no, there wasn't anyway so welcome to the show how are you
2: great
0: thank you how are you no i'm awesome thank you i'm i'm very glad that the life continues to move on and we are now uh post christmas and on to new year's and then and then because i think that 2023 is going to be a big year i think it's going to be a really good year what do you think
2: I definitely think it's going to be a big year. I think it totally depends on where you are in your life and your lessons as to how easy or difficult it will be for you. Um, Sometimes the universe tends to smack us over the head with a frying pan if we have not been taking the messages that it's been sending us. So some years are like that and some years are a little bit more in the flow and it just depends. So I usually take this corridor of time that you guys were just talking about and instead of creating resolutions for what I want to do better next year, I look back at the year that has just passed. And I I look for uh, patterns, cycles, lessons to be learned. And I try to glean as much from that year as I can in that last week so that I can see where I have room for growth. And it can be more of an informed, um, informed conversation with myself based on what, I just went through and what it is that I want to see next but that this window of time is really special because we can we're, we're sort of we've got one foot in each year uh this week you know and so we can look back at what we did well and what we didn't do well what our lessons were what showed up for us consistently and then where it is we want to go next year
0: How honest do you have to be when you're doing that evaluation of yourself? Can you lie to yourself a little bit? Because some of the things may not have been all that good.
2: Well, some of them aren't, right? But you can just hope that you can make them a little easier. And awareness is the first step to that. Just becoming aware of what's really going on, what's really showing up for you and how.
0: Is it possible for us to know that or do we tend to be blind to it and we need somebody else's help in understanding it?
2: That's a good question. I mean, I think there's a lot that you can do on your own. Um, You know, you can look for patterns. If you consistently date someone who doesn't have time for you, then there's a pattern in that for you, right? So what is that telling you? It's telling you that you don't value yourself enough to be with someone who puts you first. You don't put yourself first in your own life. So you can look at that pattern if that happens over and over again. And usually when we're on our fifth guy like that, we're like, why do I keep dating these kind of guys? And then the pattern shows up in a really um, hard to ignore way. But if you're at the beginning of a pattern and it's just beginning to show up, sometimes you need someone to help you find that. Or sometimes, you know, we look at the surface of it and not necessarily the root cause. And we tend to treat the symptom instead of the actual issue. So it, it can be both. You can do a lot of work on your own, but then sometimes we need someone to help us.
0: It's always good to have that support. Absolutely. Of somebody, somebody who knows who either has been there or can call you out on your stuff uh, because we all have stuff that we need to get called out on because we don't want to be called out on it. We don't talk about it. And so it's really handy to have somebody like that. Now, you are, if I was to ask you, um, Shell, what is it that you do? What would you say?
2: Well, first, I would start by saying that I'm a Reiki master. So I am an energy uh, wellness practitioner. I also am a certified sound healer. So that means I play with crystal bowls and Tibetan bowls. And I know the science behind the uh, healing properties of sound. And then I also know how to read the Akashic records. The Akashic records are um, sort of like the energetic story of your soul and where it's been through past lives and um, other incarnations and what the concurrent lessons are, what you brought into this life to learn, what contracts you have with other people. Um, I'm also a sacred space holder. So I think when you said it's important to have someone who supports you, I think the most important thing about a person that supports you is that you feel safe with them. Uh, because you can't get vulnerable if you don't feel safe. And so, one of the things that I find is the most important and the most, the thing I'm most proud of about my work is that I am very good at being a non judgmental, safe space for people's vulnerability.
0: Everybody needs that safe space where they can let it all out and know that they're not going to get hit over the head or thought lesser than um, because we all have got warts and some of our warts are harder to see than others and and uh, we try really hard not to expose them to other people uh, but sometimes it's necessary and you know, if we're going to get past them if we're going to clean up the warts we got to get past them don't you think
2: yeah and we unfortunately live in a society right now where everyone on social media is trying to show you how perfect they are and they go to great lengths to do that and so when you feel like you are with someone who you can show the absolute opposite of that too. That's a very special thing.
0: That's, you know, that's important. It's important. I I remember when I was a um, salesman, I was a traveling salesman and I spent a week in Vegas one time. And because we were going to be there for a week and I was part of a large um, um, convention, they gave us very nice rooms. Mine was a suite. And uh, it was it had a king-size bed and had a little uh, mini uh, um, kitchen and all that kind of, it probably was as big as my, it was probably was like 700, 800 square feet, but one of the features of it was it had a mirror over the bed. <laughs> and of course, I was not, my wife was not with me at that time, but, but I remember waking up in the morning one day and going, oh, that's what I look like in the morning. <laughs> And so you know it's it's really good to have people around you that really care for you and and even when you're not looking so good in the morning when you first get up that they still care for you and still love you.
2: Yeah, well there are pluses and minuses to everything. I mean when you're on your back with a mirror over your head everything looks Firmer and tighter, it sort of slides backwards, right? So, <laughs> like, in some ways, you look better that way.
0: <laughs> you'd like you'd like to think, but uh, some in some ways not. But uh, I, I don't know. So so basically, you're an energy worker.
2: Yes, I I help people um, live better lives
0: and i want to talk to you about the akashic records because that now that that process for you it's not like because somebody i'm sure would like to call in and see if you can touch bases with them on that but it's not that simple it takes a little bit of time for you to put that together am i i'm correct in that right
2: yes so it can be done uh in distance meaning that i don't have to have you right in front of me but i do have to tap into your energy I have to, um, connect to your records. Um, and that takes a few minutes, you know, that's not an instantaneous thing. It's, it's not a, for me, I mean, maybe for some people it it would be quicker, but for me, I have, uh, I initially connect to the land that you were on in that past life. That's the first thing that I see is, uh, the land. And then in connecting to that land, I, I determine, uh, around about year and, you know, where you were and what the circumstances of that life was and sort of that external information. And then once I have that sort of concrete base, then we can move forward into, you know, what were the circumstances of that life emotionally, energetically? Why are we looking at it now? What is concurrent to the current life that you're in? Because you never really see a past life that isn't somehow related to your current life. There's some overlap there as far as contracts or people in your life or lessons that you're learning. So, you know, it takes a, a few minutes to really get into the, the meat of that how
0: did you learn all of this because it's not like it's a community college class you can take it says so tell me give me your background how did you learn all this stuff
2: uh sure well um that actually you can learn on your own there is a book uh, it's called um how to read the akashic records and it's by linda howe she is known as the um a foremost authority on uh the akashic records but um you can also take classes for that. It just depends on your level of um, need as far as, you know, having someone sort of guide you through the process. It can be self-guided. It's like all healing. You can do it by yourself or you can do it with someone. If you need someone to hold your hand and help you through it, you can do that too. Um, but in in terms of Akashic Records, I did read that book and uh, I picked it up years and years ago, actually. And uh there's a process for how to begin to read those records. And I tried it and it did not work. I did not see anything. And uh, I put it down and years and years went by and I did a lot of work on myself. And eventually I picked it up again and tried again and was astounded at the information that I was able to connect into. So I did it for myself every day for 30 days. Got a lot of interesting information then started doing it for my friends they got a lot out of it as well. And so then I just started, you know, doing it for people I didn't know and just seeing how far I could go with it. Um, And then it became a service that I offer in my business.
0: Now, are you familiar with John Edward? Yes. Uh, When I had him on my show and we were talking about uh, how he sees things and how it works for him. And he says, it's kind of like a daydream. Um, it's not something that he's creating, but it's there, and he can see it, and it's kind of like a daydream when he sets his, his uh, mind aside to it. Uh, is that kind of what it's like for you? Is that what you see, or is it more pronounced? Is it, is it more like a, a vivid dream? I don't know. Tell, you, tell me, what's it like?
2: Well, I think everyone has uh, their own sort of abilities. You know, there are so many clairs. There's Claire Cognizance, Claire audience. Um, uh, clairvoyant, you know, clairsentient. So you can feel, see, hear and know things. And for me, I tend to see things very visually in, and that's been across the board. Like in meditation, I see things in my Reiki practice, I see things. So for me, visuals come in pretty easily. So for me, I, when it, it begins, it starts out like a movie, I would actually describe it as like a movie screen that I'm watching um and like I said it always starts with sort of this panned shot of the land and and where we are and sort of the environment fills in first and then and then the characters come in so I would describe it more as like watching a movie but I've also had past life regressions which are slightly different from Akashic readings like a past life regression is when you go to someone who is um Certified in past life regressions and through a series of hypnotic suggestions, they put you into a state where you tell yourself a story of your own past life. Um, and they ask questions and sort of guide you through the process, but you are telling yourself the story. And you're also aware enough to remember what it is you're saying. So that's a past life regression. Those usually take three or four hours. um, And you tell yourself the story. An Akashic record reading is an hour and someone else is telling you the story. So you have like a a mediator in between. Um, So for both of these things, the past life regressions that I've done on my uh, own or with a guide or with the Akashic records for me, it's always visual. So it does always start visually, but like I said, it's more of a, a movie.
0: Very cool. By the way, if you're listening to this and you would like to understand more about uh, past lives and lives between lives, I have a book recommendation for you and it's, it's called journey of souls and or destiny of souls by Dr. Michael Newton. And he, um, there was a very first book I picked up way back when, when I had a friend of mine tell me, uh, well, you know, you should go to a metaphysical bookstore and buy the first book that speaks to you. I did. And that was it. And they talk about past lives, life between lives, the contracts that we create and all the things that you have kind of blended together with Akashic records and also past life progression. So it's kind of all, and it's and it's all real and it's how i you know sometimes i get frustrated because i really want people to understand that a lot of this is real and it's not it's not airy fairy and it's not out there it's just energy how do you describe it for people so that they understand that it's not a concept that is so foreign or so out there that you have to have like your your half stars and moon hat on to and and your magic wand and stuff and to be really out there that it's just energy and it's part of everyday life how do you describe it
2: Mm, that's a great question well speaking to what you just said about dr newton's book what's great about him is that he came in he came into the metaphysical world from a scientific background, right? Yes. So he, he comes at it from the science of it and proving it through science. And so a lot of people need that, you know, um, to make it feel real, to, to make it feel like it's not something woo-woo. That's a term that I think it's overused. Um, and so that is a great book if you're not coming from a place of, of really feeling like this is real, because there's a lot of science backing up what he has to say. Um, but you know, there's science in everything that is metaphysical. It's just a, it hasn't been clear cut enough, um, because we are not taught this in school. So it's like, you have to pull the information from all these different resources. So Albert Einstein said that everything is energy, of course, right? He is the forefather of quantum physics, which is a huge part of what we learn in energy work. Um, and then you've got Dr. Newton, you've got all kinds of scientists that are actually proving all of this. There's a whole lot of science behind sound healing and how, um, you know, certain hertz frequencies can put us into a healing state can help us heal from surgery quicker. Um, and there have been scientific studies around those things. So there, there is actually a lot of science, but it's not all in one cohesive place. So you have to really work hard to find the proof. Um, So the way that I explain energy is that, as I mentioned, it has been around, it has been stated by many scientists, um, you know, nothing is ever created or destroyed, as Albert Einstein said, it just simply transforms. And so if that is the case with, you know, scientific particles like neutrons and electrons and, and all of that, then why is that not the case with our souls? And never made any sense to me that my soul would only live one life and then it would go retire somewhere and never come back and never learn anything else and just be done. So my first book that I picked up um, was um, Many Lives, Many Masters. Oh, yes. that's an excellent book as well. And that's from a therapist's point of view coming into these past life ideas. And so for me, past lives really were the opening, the portal that I walked through saying, this makes sense to me. I can't imagine that I'm only supposed to be here once. For other people, that's a a much larger leap. And and it's hard to, to believe that because of whatever you were taught as a child. So that was an easy entry point for me. So Energy for me is about understanding how everything is connected. Um, Most things that show up in the body begin as a belief first, and then that belief creates a thought, the thought creates an emotion, and then the emotion that we hold creates pain potentially. So it's all connected everything is connected. Your energy field is connected to mine. Everything is connected to everything all of the time. And if COVID showed us anything, that's what it showed us is that everything is connected and we're all in the same boat all the time. And everything that we do interacts with everyone else.
0: I couldn't have said that better myself. That's very, very, very good. By the way, if you would like to give us a call and and talk to uh, Shell, if you have a question about any of these concepts that we're talking about, You really don't understand and would like, and would like some clarifications. You can, you can do certainly do that. If you also want to talk about the healing process of sound healing and some of the other modalities she does, you can give us a call and Nathan's going to give you the number right now.
1: That phone number is 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-888-298-5569 and
0: thank you nathan you know and shell i think part of the problem is is that the concepts that you and i are talking about really are brand new um because einstein lived in the in the ninth or in the 20th century and in the 18th century and, and prior to that the concept of energy well heck the concept of whether the earth was round even though there are some people who still say it's flat unbelievably enough um whether it was round or flat, is a relatively new concept. I mean, it, that, that didn't get solved for about 500 years ago. And so when we're looking at, at how things actually work, and you look at the universe, the absolute min, immense size of it, and how long the Earth has been here, which is, I'm getting to my, I'm get, getting to my point in just a second, how long the Earth has been here, which is four and a half billion years, The universe has been around for 16 plus billion years and to say that okay your soul is going to be created it's going to live here for 60 70 maybe 80 years and then it's going to retire and that's going to be it you don't have a chance to know everything you can't possibly know everything in 60 or 70 years. I'm a short fat white guy. I'll never know what it's like to be a tall uh, black lady from Nairobi or or to be 6 foot 6 like Nathan is. Uh, it's, and, unless I have the opportunity, I'll never know what a woman feels like, what it goes through. And so there's lots and lots of things that we really don't understand um But we should be looking along those lines does that make sense because that was always one of the things shell that i was that just amazed me is that if this thing is so big there's so much we don't know and that to say that it doesn't exist or it's woo woo or it's you know it just doesn't make any sense to me okay i'm done talking how about yourself what do you think
2: well i um i I agree with many of the things you said. I mean, it's actually, they're all very old concepts. I mean, the Vedic mysteries are 4,000 years old. The Upanishads by the uh, Indian mystics talked about all of this 4,000 years ago. But what happened is that we got disconnected from this information. So... um, powers that be saw an opportunity to control the information that you are actually a sovereign being and that you can participate in your own healing and they came in and sort of threw all that out and you know cut off our access to that information about how we can heal ourselves and so a lot of that is um been passed down verbally through indigenous culture and fortunately through that, we've been able to access some very old history about this information, but it's certainly not something that's in our culture now. Uh, we are very much led to believe that there are certain ways of healing um, that are actually quite detrimental to our health, and I think there's now this new turn in society of people saying, "No, you know, I want to be healthier. I I know that there's more to this. The Earth does produce herbs that." are meant to help us and you know indigenous cultures have relied on those things for thousands of years and there's some 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 intelligence here that we need to get back
0: well i i couldn't agree more and where do you well i was gonna i was gonna ask you why do you think that happened but i know why it happened uh from it's all about money and power everything is about money and power and if you can control people and you can control the masses if you because if you believe that you're so uh, that you have the ability to heal yourself and uh, and not depend upon somebody else or to live your life independently of other people and other things then they you don't need them and so therefore you don't have to worry about giving them money and stuff and so i get it and it, it it really is um it's too bad that that has gone on for as long as it has do you feel like it's changing that we are waking up
2: i definitely do i definitely do i mean i think there is um there is a movement that is gaining power every day with the number of people that are coming online or waking up or lighting up or, or finding modalities that work for them. And there are so many of them across the board. I mean, from aromatherapy to herbalism, to breath work, to talk therapy, to somatic therapy, to energy work, to sound healing. I mean, there are so many, many modalities that can speak to a person and draw them into this world that we're only going to increase in numbers.
0: And the world that we're talking about is not a scary place. It's a place of of acceptance and love. Would you agree with
2: that? Absolutely. Uh, It's also not about bypassing, though. So, you know, there is a a process um, by which when you begin your spiritual journey, it's called the dark night of the soul, um, which is where you kind of dive into some of the things that a lot of us try to push away And so there, it's not all light and love and butterflies and rainbows and leprechauns and whatever else. It is some deeper, denser emotions that we have to go through and really feel and release in order to become a clearer conduit for that higher vibrational energy.
0: But isn't that part of our uh, experiential journey? That we are that we're here to do that we're here to accomplish it it's part it's part of the experience that we have of of our life that we we go through them and then we learn from them and then, then we are able to raise our vibration and to do different things would you agree with that
2: i would say that's the realest journey we could take
0: and if you're aware of that then it can be something that you can um understand and and work through rather than not understand why did this happen? Happen to me? I hear that a lot. Why did this happen? It happen to me. Why did it happen to me? Well, because maybe you asked for it, or maybe it was something that you needed, and it was an experience that you could learn from, so that you could help somebody else through, and that sort of thing. Would that, does that make sense to you?
2: Absolutely. I believe that we sign up for our lessons before we actually show up on this planet in a newborn form. We know what it is that we want to learn and do and grow. And uh, every experience from that point forward is meant to help us focus in on that. Some of them are hard lessons and some of them are easier lessons. But trauma is not actually what happens to us, it's our response to what happened. So the trauma is more internal than external. And I think that our society right now looks at that a little wrong. We've got it focused on an external. This happened to me. Well, actually, your trauma that you're carrying is your response to what happened to you. And if you can unravel your response, then it won't hold any power over you anymore.
0: That is great. Now, by the way, we we've, we need to take a break. And I want to let people know about your website, which is insightandillumination.com, correct? Yes. And, yeah, and, and Shell, and you're like, la- <laughs> I can't pronounce your last name. I'm so sorry.
2: It's okay. Most people call me Beignet, which is a donut in French. Um, it's actually <laughs> Beignier.
0: <laughs> oh, very good. And so, Shell Donut is with us today. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i we need to take a quick break and we'll be right back. But then I want to get into, for the second half of the show, I want to get into why we set it up for ourselves that so we can create our own dysfunction. And therefore we can also create our own healing. We'll be right back.
2: When you want to say more than words, communicate, you can with flowers, your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is a connecting you to nature through the language of flowers, where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Now, through New Year's Eve, here's your exclusive bonus for being our appreciated listener. Type in promo code Positive Talk Radio at checkout to receive $20 off your order. Our gift to you for being here with us today. AnaturalDesign.com.
0: These days, it's difficult to be able to do it all, especially as a small business owner. Marketing your business can be really tough, especially developing a presence on social media, creating commercial content, and media production. That's where kmmedia.pro can help. You see, in addition to creating a great podcast called Positive Talk Radio, we also have a radio show, video, audio production, content creation, including commercials, video shorts and trailers, voiceovers, social media development, and so much more. It only makes sense to hire a pro to get your business noticed. That's what we do. Please visit kmmedia.pro for more information and to schedule a consultation to take your business dream to the next level. That's kmmedia.pro. Yes, we can. And welcome back everybody to positive talk radio. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. It's the day after Christmas and I'm so darn happy that Christmas is over. I'm not really that happy, but, but it's, it's a long month and stuff. And now we're getting ready to embrace the new year and we're going to do some outstanding things in this year. And one of the things that I would love for everyone to do is to heal yourself and. You say, well, how do I do that? I got to go to the doctor and I got to get prescriptions and um, physical therapy and all that. Our guest, Char, or Shell right here will tell you that you can heal yourself. And uh, we're going to talk about that right now. Shell, how are you?
2: I'm great.
0: You know, now hey. you've got donut in my head, so I keep wanting to call you donut. I'm not going to do that. But uh <laughs> But, but shall go to insightandillumination.com and you can find out all the information about her, her work, and you can hire her to work with you. Um, cause sometimes we just need that extra pushover. So, um, exp- explain what you do to help people heal.
2: Um, Well, I'm a Reiki practitioner, so I usually like to start with uh, Reiki if I'm going to work with someone for a long time, just because your body actually says a lot about where you are and what you're holding. And so um, I find that when I can connect into your energy field, um, either in distance or in person, then I know a little bit more about what's really going on. And then we get into um, talking. So I have a, a... piece of my uh, work that's called transformation partnerships. So that's sort of like uh, spiritual coaching. And so that would be the piece where you would tell me what it is that you are looking to um, transform and to release and to invite in. And, you know, it's interesting to match the things that we say with what our body is holding. Sometimes they match up and sometimes they don't. And so uh, I find that these two things layer together really nicely. So then we move into the, the, the talking piece. Um, and then, you know, depending on what you need, um, I have some clients that I have, you know, created custom meditations for because they wanted to work on a specific goal. Uh, they had a lot of anxiety or potentially people pleasing, and they wanted to unravel um, something like that so then we can do that through meditation through the consistent use of meditation um, i also do sound healing um, and uh, akashic record readings to see how far back um, that pattern may go
0: tell me about sound healing how does it work
2: so um there are certain frequencies so first of all you have to believe that everything vibrates which is proven by science we're all vibratory um, beings you know our cells vibrate so if we are made up of cells and water and water vibrates then you have to then by extension believe that we are vibrating beings and so is everything else in our world so depending on your vibratory rate if you are vibrating at a fast pace or a slower pace there's the um, overlap of you know um higher consciousness higher means higher vibration meaning it vibrates quicker um if you're at a higher rate then you're you're in your optimal level if you are at a lower rate then you're feeling some heaviness some denseness maybe some of the tougher emotions like uh, fear worry anxiety Um, so these these things have a vibratory rate so there are different frequencies that have been attuned to the optimum uh, frequency for your chakras. So in all of my work, I work with the chakras, which are seven main uh, body energetic wheels. We have way more than that, but we've been taught about seven. And so right now that's the gateway for most people. So you have seven energy centers in your body and these crystal bowls um, have been attuned to the perfect frequency for that chakra. So if you are using that bowl and you're listening to it consistently for 20 minutes and it's vibrating at the rate in which a perfectly aligned root chakra chakra would be vibrating, then eventually through entrainment, which is a scientific process, your body will begin to match that frequency and it will start vibrating at a different rate without necessarily having to process a lot of memory or trauma or emotion, you can just match that level. So um, there has been scientific studies that, for instance, Brandenburg's concerto number three is um, at a frequency that when listened to for 20 minutes or more after surgery has been proven to shorten your recovery time um, or your healing time so that you are fully recovered. So sound is actually, and has been from the beginning of time, something that heals us. Sound, music makes us feel better. It makes us feel emotion. And whether there are words to that music or not, it will still touch your heart and touch your chakras and help you heal.
0: I think that's, that's a great description of it. and, and uh, Because it's all just energy, again energy and vibration energy and vibration i got a party trick for you you want to do a party trick sure uh, i'd love to dathan <laughs> new year's eve is coming up so what i want you to do on new year's eve is when you go to your friend's house um during the course of the evening i want you to uh, uh say i've got a party trick for you and you have them stand up You have somebody stand up with their the uh, kind of parallel to you so they're their 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 front and their back is how did i describe this i've never tried this before this is this is flying without a net here okay so what you do is you is you you, uh have somebody be parallel to you so that you've got like their right arm or your left arm is here their body their right arm is farther away from you okay you have them close their eyes close their eyes and then you take your hands No more, no less than two to four inches to their body and take and start moving your hands slowly back and forth, back and forth. You know what you'll find? Their body starts moving to in concert with your hands moving back and forth, and they won't even know it. So they will start and that's just the energy that we all have. How about did that make sense to anybody?
1: I just want to be clear. We're facing each other, right?
0: No, you're not facing each other. They are um, they're facing away from you. Like, OK, like, uh, but we're facing
1: the same direction. Um, no. So would they're, that be perpendicular then? Yes, OK, that would, be,
0: that would that would be that I didn't take geometry in school. So. <laughs> but now now uh shell does that make sense have you have you ever tried that little party trick
2: i have not but i do often tell people that you can take your two hands yourself you can rub them together for you know 30 seconds and then you can stop and put your hands into a circular motion like you're holding a ball and you can feel the heat and it can actually feel you can feel the resistance of the energy so it can actually feel like you're holding a ball and that is, you know, something you can do on your own, and that proves, you know, that energy can be felt.
0: So, we are energetic beings, and if you don't believe it, I would like you to go to a forest, and walk up to a large tree, and just put your hands on the tree, and you will feel its vibration it is the coolest thing because that tree is alive and it's a vibrating thing and uh, you will feel it. And so, so we're not talking about woo woo gookie stuff here, which is, I think a technical term, but we're talking about real stuff, real, real ways to, to help yourself heal and to understand how the process works. And so I'll ask you, how does the process work? How do you, how do you heal yourself?
2: Well, to your point just now, I mean, everyone has experienced that where you walk into a room or a party or a conference space and you just feel something, right? You feel like uh, happier or you feel like something has just happened in that space. Maybe there was an argument or, you know, everyone has felt that they have walked into a space and gone, oh, this feels good or this feels bad. So everybody has the ability to, to read energy in that way. You know, you can meet a person for the first time and you're standing in front of them, and your energetic fields are overlapping because our energetic fields are at least three feet outside of our physical bodies. So, my physical. Uh, bodies standing in front of your physical body, but our energetic bodies are overlapping. And I can feel if I feel good around you or if I don't feel good around you. And, you know, people will say, I don't know, there was just something about that person. I didn't feel good around them or that person made me feel great. And your mood can change very quickly. And that is literally just the overlapping of energy and our ability to feel another person's energy.
0: It's important to know that. Because you you can really make some determinations about what's happening around you, and and by by feeling the energy. Now, you didn't always have you didn't always have the skills that you have now. How long did it take you, and how did you develop the skills that you have now?
2: <laughs> well, for a very long time, I operated from a very unconscious, wounded place. Um, as a young adult, you know, I was. Um, not in any way healed. I was a very unhealed person. And um, I had to go through some very difficult lessons and realize that the life I was creating was really one that was unconscious and not for my higher benefit. And so through that process of um, realizing that I was sort of slowly destroying myself, I looked for something that would help and um, I went on a spiritual journey. I did a lot of the modalities that are offered out there for people um, looking for what would help me. And many of them spoke to me, some of them didn't. And uh, it was a 10 year process really to learn how to live a conscious life and to put myself first and to unlearn a lot of the conditioning and the patterning that I had um, taken on as a child or as a young adult. and and then move forward in a different way. Um, so for me, in my practice now, the first thing that I uh, did was I became a Reiki master through the three levels of learning about energy and then certified in sound healing. And then, like I said, I taught myself akashic record reading. and but I also have always had um, an interest in self-improvement. and, you know, way before the holistic uh, movement when we were going to, bookstores to get books and it was called personal growth. I would go to the personal growth section and and learn how to try to improve myself. So it's been a journey that I have been drawn to for a very long time because I feel like we are meant to be our best selves. And the way that we do that is by releasing what is not serving us by becoming aware of what we're doing unconsciously and begin to call in consciously what it is that we want for ourselves.
0: Have you found that over the course of that ten-year period that people looked at you and said, uh, "Shell, you're, what's going on with you? You're changing. Is I, I like the change? It's it's great, but what's happening with you? Did you have anybody talk to you like that?"
2: Almost everyone in my life. I I had lost a lot of friendships. Uh, I was married and divorced. Um, you know, as as you go through a, a significant change like that you know you your environment is based on who you are at any given time. And when you begin to change, your environment usually has to change as well. And so uh, a significant change in my outer world. Uh, a lot of people didn't understand it um, along the way. A lot of people have thought I was a little nuts along the way. And and then there's some people that are still around that have said, okay, now I can see what it is you were talking about all those years ago. I thought you were crazy, but now I can see. So. Um, yeah, it, it comes with its own, um, profit and, and loss.
0: And you're helping people that are accepting the, because that ladies and gentlemen, that's what we just described. There's all about vibration. Uh, you, you, when you are of a higher vibration it is difficult for people of a lower vibration to hang with you because it, it, it the, the energy doesn't mesh very well. So it's, it was so, but people that are also in this, on the same path as you, that are growing their energy the same way at the same time, they tend to become closer to you, and it becomes a much better relationship. Is that is that close? Am I right?
2: Absolutely. I think the way it begins for most people is you say, "I've got this." friend or this family member or this person in my life, this coworker, someone who I feel really bad around all the time. And it feels like if I am with this person, they are a bad influence, or I'm not really able to achieve everything that I want to achieve when I'm spending a lot of time with this person so i need to, to create some distance here and then when i create distance then i'm able to ask myself what it is that i want to participate in and then i go and i find something that is a higher vibration or i find a person that's a higher vibration and then and then that person feels very differently and then i feel very differently with that person you know oprah says that you should spend time with five people you most want to be like or the five people around you are, are who you'll most be like and so There is that quality of vibration there in in your environment and so most people begin to feel like oh i've met this person that makes me feel great or i've met this person and i don't feel good around them and that's your first clue as to if that's a higher vibration or a lower vibration
0: and oftentimes you'll feel it right away Uh, i'll give you an example the first time i met uh, nathan when uh, we started doing work at the radio when i started working at the radio station again and I just thought he was a horrible human. No, I'm kidding. I, I he, was, I, he he
2: would,
0: he was just awesome. He made it flow. And when you're in that kind of flow with another human being or another animal or another entity, um, you can you can make it flow, and it can be very positive for for everybody concerned. And Absolutely. I, and I just I just love that. So he probably thinks I'm an idiot, but that's okay. You know, I. Well, are you gonna say anything? <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's nothing to say. I don't think you're an idiot.
0: Oh well, see now the see he has to say that because it's
1: like my show and all.
0: But uh, but that's that's great. So um, in your world, then things have changed for you. And uh, what do you see? What what do you see you doing next?
2: Um, I would like to get into the retreat space. Um, so I. For before I started my spiritual journey, and then throughout some por- portions of my spiritual journey, I was a wedding planner. Um, so I planned very high end, sort of platinum weddings for some celebrities and, and people of notable background, and I did that for a very long time. And it was a very interesting, um, career. You did that in <laughs> France, didn't you? I did that. Port- A portion of that in France. I did that in uh, the U S and then I moved to France and I started my own company in France and that was more of destination weddings. Um, so I have a, a large background with planning events and, uh, hospitality. So I think that I would really like to start to use that background to create retreats. Um, and that way I'm not limited to just my, um, my local area of the world, but those can, you know, be in any given area of the country or even destinations beyond that. And then I can work with more people.
0: I understand that there's a friend of the show that has been on before. Her name is uh, Alyssa that you're, you're talking about doing something with, can we share a little bit about that? Just a little peek into the blanket.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, with, um, with a lot of these healing modalities, there are so many of them. Um, and so Alyssa has very complementary uh, healing modalities to what I offer. She does theta healing, which is about um, uncovering the subconscious beliefs that are part of your conditioning and um, that are affecting your life. And so uh, I in meeting her in our local area here, we bartered. She gave me theta healing. I gave her Reiki healing, and we realized how complementary these two things were. So we are looking to join forces soon. And what she will be doing is uh, guiding you through a theta healing process, where she asks very specific questions, um, uncovering ancestral um, ancestral healing that needs to take place, past life healing, subconscious healing. And then what I found through that is I actually found an attachment, which is an energetic entity in and of itself, in my throat. As she uncovered something for me. And then I needed to release that. And so I needed someone that was, um, you know, a, a, a practiced in, in energy healing to help me release that attachment. And so we realized that, you know, if that does come up for someone in her Theta healing, then with the support of Reiki at the same time, we can release that attachment immediately. So uh, we are going to join forces and do Theta healing and Reiki healing at the same time. And we've had a few clients and it has been unbelievably um, powerful. It's very deep healing, Uh, because it's not only what's stored in the body, but what's stored in the unconscious and the subconscious. And you've got two healers. there supporting you through the process. So it's, um, it's something that we're really excited about.
0: Well, when you get to that point, you're going to have to come back and we're going to have to talk about it again. I know you're scheduled to be on another podcast, but I'm, I, I, my KKNW listeners are near and dear to my heart. So I want to get that out there for them as well and make sure that they, they hear all of that. And again, the, um, Shell has been our guest today, and uh, your last name again, please, my dear.
2: Benier.
0: Benier. Yes. Um, I, I should have had it up here. Shell Benier, and uh, go to our website, which is Insight and I love that. Um, Insight and Illumination dot com, and you've learned all about her, her services, resources, and contact. And and uh, I I think it's I think it's great, and congratulations on your journey. You're not. You're far from done. You're a young lady yet, but you've got lots and lots to do, and so congratulations on all of that.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here. And um, by the way, starting next week, God willing, and the creek don't rise, we will be live on YouTube on KKNW eleven fifty a.m. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, um, so that'll be Positive Talk Radio, and it'll be live on YouTube as well as you can listen to us here um, as you're driving around the byways and highways of Seattle. Now, I did want to give uh, Shell the opportunity. Everybody wants to, well, not everybody, but I would love for you to tell us a little bit about anything that you would like us to know, uh, something that's on your heart that you feel can benefit my audience, and I would really appreciate you doing that.
2: All right. Well, thank you for that opportunity. Um, I am very passionate in being an educator for people to realize the connection between your thoughts and beliefs and the pain that manifests in your physical body. So as you mentioned earlier today, um, you know, people feel like healing. Does that mean I need to go to the doctor? Does that mean I need to get a prescription? you know, we have these external things that we go and seek out when we're not feeling our best, when we have pain in the body. But what I am learning through my process is that typically our physical pain is a warning bell for unprocessed emotion that we have in our energetic field. So we have been moving too fast and not processing our emotions or it's something that we don't want to deal with and we push it down or we push it away well like i said energy is never destroyed so it's just transformed it goes somewhere else and it stays in our field and it gets closer and closer into our physical body until it actually shows up in our physical body if it stays unprocessed and it creates pain and then the pain is meant to get our attention the pain is saying something is happening here you're holding something. And so I'm taking this course right now that shows um, which emotions we hold in which ways in our body, through which systems and which organs. And there's a direct correlation through Chinese medicine and several other uh, modalities that show us if you've got, you know, a pulled muscle in your neck, it's probably something that has to do with your heart and you're guarding your heart. And so you're pulling this muscle in your neck closing in on your heart. Um, so there's, there's this fascinating world, um, that I just can't wait to, for it to become mainstream where there are, you know, ties between emotion and physical pain. And so going to a doctor and getting another drug is not necessarily the answer to unraveling your pain. It can be a journey into your own emotions and, and then learning how to, to live pain-free forever
0: that's a beautiful statement and and thank you very much and so Shel Benier has been hey about that uh has been our guest today and i want to thank you so much for being here by the way remember everybody that um um or not chiropractor and uh um and acupuncture at one time were considered not very real sciences and now they've also been proven that they can help people so don't poo-poo the energy. Don't poo-poo what we're talking about today. It is actually very real, and I want to thank Shar for being here again. Go to InsightAndIllumination.com, find out more about her, and I want to thank everybody for being here. We're getting excited. We've only got two more shows of this whole year. Man, this time has gone by so fast. I want to thank everybody for being here. And just remember, take care of each other because, you know, each other's all we got. We'll see you Wednesday at 4.